This is a podcast where a couple of white dudes Disappointed in the way their lives have turned out Talk about a comic strip for children The result is neither funny nor interesting uh, You're listening to Bing Jim Davis All the news that's fit to print My name is Christopher Winter And I'm Jim Davis my name is John Gibson. I'm second chair on the podcast, and I'm uh, second Jim. I, don't know, I feel like a, di- a distant second. I don't. I mean, I'm, I feel like you're I'm, making a lot of assumptions I'm, about your, I'm, your your position in the pecking order right here. I'm Jim Davis. My, my name is my name is Kendall, <laughs> and I was trying to think of another comic writer person, but I couldn't think of him to make the joke there. So I'll say that I'm Jim Davis. You want to be Dick Brown? You could be Dick Brown. You could be Mort Walker. Or Bill Keen. Yeah. I don't know who any of those people are. These are all great choices. <laughs> Charles Schultz. That's a that's a guy. Charles right? Schultz, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah, yeah. see Bill, all these Bill Watterson. I thought of all these jokes when I was listening to the podcast Our that crumb, I was gonna make yeah. that were gonna be so clever, and then I'm just choking mm. every time. It's fair. John, these millennials I can relate don't to that. know the work of Dick Brown. It's so sad. It's so but, sad. <laughs> Is that Hagar the Horrible? I was going to ask you. I do not remember. Okay. Is he the Hagar the Horrible guy? I, or is he the... Mort Walker is the Beetle Bailey guy. Is that correct? Uh, Pro, uh, look, the, we are not here today to talk about other comics. You know who okay? I really we like? Here. Jerry Scott. Which one is Jerry who's, Scott? Who's that? That's Zitz. Oh, see, Zitz is after my time. I, I never feel, read I Zitz. Like I'm too old for Zitz. I'm just the right age for zits. I mean, I'm too old for zits now because I'm not 15. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, fair. I, and I don't have any children, so I couldn't get like the second time around. Mm, well, children is do that not, a thing? Yeah, but to my, based on my experience, children do not read newspaper comics these days. <laughs> kids today, with a, their not reading newspaper today. comics. I did. This is since we're talking about ages. I had a T-shirt made recently. This won't help. Uh, the listeners, A, won't be able to see the shirt that I'm about to show you, and B, probably are not familiar with the suburb of Prairie Village, Kansas, which my family Fuck recently that moved city. back oh, oh. to. I, I, I they have the worst Denny's there. <laughs> is that true? I don't know. <laughs> I was. That was a callback to me be, having no, strong opinions about cities that I don't live in. Yeah, no, that was okay. Right, 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 right. <laughs> it, it, no, it's entirely po- plausible. I'm, show, oh, nice. I'm showing John and Kendall a shirt I had. I literally ordered this and had it printed. It says, "Keep Prairie Village weird." Wait, wait. You, you did you explain how you did this? I got one of those T-shirt making sites, and I uploaded my design, which is the. Slogan. Oh, okay. Keep Prairie okay. Village weird. That was that was my question. Okay. Yeah. I um. I was really proud. Was when we moved back from Honolulu, I was like, "Well, the one bright spot about returning to Prairie Village, Kansas, is I can follow through on the funny idea I had." It <laughs> <laughs> says, "Keep Prairie Village weird," which will confuse people if i wear it in and around prairie village it's very it will. it's it's very it's very clever to uh to have a slogan of another city on your city that's a joke that no one has made before yeah i felt like it was very <laughs> clever oh if you're familiar with prairie village kansas oh okay 
It's also known as the Wings. Yeah, no, uh, uh, Chris, are you are you stealing that from Austin, or are you stealing it from Portland from Austin? Um, I feel like maybe I'm stealing it from Portland from Austin from Berkeley. I'm not sure the is first Berkeley where it started. I honestly, I'm not sure which which it might. I think, I honestly. I think archaeologists have found that slogan in the ruins of Pompeii. Um, I thought it was a fun shirt. And I feel like it marks me as a member of Generation X because of the layers of defeated irony well, that it implies. Well, Google <laughs> says that Portland did it first. Google says yeah, that? Yeah, when I Googled who was the first city to say, keep this city weird, it says Portland. Wow. Really? I always thought we... I, I thought we... I thought... Uh, yeah, I would have. I would have guessed it was I Austin. Thought, I thought Terry Courier stole it from Austin specifically, but I don't know. Mm. Well, well, let's see what Quora says. Right, hang on, I'm on, I'm on Wikipedia. Uh, uh, are you on Wiki, Wikipedia dot? <laughs> I can't do a URL. <laughs> are you on the way in the Wikipedia Wiki, article? Wikipedia.org slash list of weird cities. <laughs> Keep List of score. cities that are weird and eligible to be kept. So, <laughs> well, Quora says it was Austin. I don't know. Mm, yeah, according, according to Wikipedia, uh, it was it was uh, inspired by comments made by Red Wasinich in 2000 while giving a pledge to an Austin radio station. He later began printing bumper stickers and operated the website keepustinweird.com until his death in 2020. Well, according to Stan Hanks, when when I moved to Portland in 1997, they were already keep Portland weird bumper stickers around. So that Wikipedia mm. article is bullshit. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. And also the Wikipedia wow. article for Keep Portland Weird, which uh, says it's based on the originated in from the Keep Austin Weird slogan. <laughs> yeah, it says it says it says originated in 2003, which doesn't that doesn't make any sense. I, I don't know, John. It's in Wikipedia. Like, what do you you know? It's not like anybody just, can edit that. Yeah, they don't just print anything in there. Anyway. Yeah, can't 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 argue with Man, that. Don't you miss when Wikipedia used to actually not be accurate? Oh, was so <laughs> I do kind of. Yeah, like, so like back in the early two thousands, they would just make stuff up and it would be in there. Yeah. Yeah, and you could like make a Wikipedia page for your cat. <sighs> Those were the days. Now you can't even like do that in like the Star Wars Wikipedia, in Wikipedia. Wikipedia, yeah. Where is now like a fine website? Wikipedia is arguably one of the most carefully edited websites online, mm-hmm. like far more than Whitehouse.gov. Um, did we start this one already? Look, no, you're listening no, we to didn't. Dean Jim Davis, a podcast about Jim Davis, businessman, chairman of New Balance Athletic Shoe Inc., and founder of Major League Lacrosse. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Kendall Hallman, and I wrote Zitz. John, second chair. Nice one. Today is Thursday, July 1st, 1982. Today we're reading the 1474th ever Garfield strip. It's basically a palindrome. What happens in today's Garfield? The strip is a palindrome. Because there's a balloon, and then no balloon, and then a balloon. Mm. Holy shit. And he's like looking the other direction. 
It's like Dugisi God. This is basically like the movie Tenet. Clearly they do in today's Garfield. I think it's basically Sunset Boulevard. It's probably Um, also Sunset Boulevard. The uh, official synopsis, uh, in today's Garfield, it's July, and Garfield is doing characteristic July things. I'm not so sure about the veracity of that statement. I mean, there's okay. He's crying. Uh, I spent. I, 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 spent I, I have additional questions. I spent most of July crying. I don't know what you were doing. Mm. Um, and know, that's like every month now, right? Yeah, basically. You yeah. Just cry all the day. That's all I do is cry and podcast about Garfield. You know, I think um, you just aren't. You just need to increase your alcohol intake. At one point, I got up to two Crown Royal, two bottles of Crown Royal a week. It was pretty good. I probably do. I unfortunately, yeah. I, uh, I do not drink because <laughs> of a, a checkered, a fun and checkered family <laughs> history. Um, I'm trying not to, you know, my cousin John is an alcoholic. Mm. And yep. I don't want to. No, don't joke about that, Chris. Okay. My cousin John is a drug addict. <laughs> Thank um, you. Uh, okay. Yeah, look, some 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 family members who will not be named are alcoholics and drug addicts. John, you know about some of them because some of them we share, some of them we don't. They're just mine. Some of them, some of them we do. Yeah. Uh, um. What? I mean, so I'm just I'm one trying of them. to get I'm trying to get more than one of them. I, guess I think I, you guys guess, should just compare notes. I, I, I think you guys could just yeah. We just, should probably compile a list. I mean, I mean, okay. Look, obviously, obviously, Uncle Duncan. Um, my dad, uh, my half sister, um, I mean, your brother Danny, obviously, um, Emmy. This is, this is not as funny as I thought it would be. No, it's not. It's it's becoming sad. So there's three panels of Garfield standing in front of a refrigerator. That's the tagline for this podcast, right? This is not as funny (laughs) as I thought it would be. I thought this, I thought this would be funny. It's not working out. It's, It's becoming sad. Um. Uh, uh, okay, so in the first one, he's uh, standing with his back up against it. He has his arms like folded guy. He's got over his, his chest. Look, he's got his his leg crossed and over the other. Yeah, yeah, that's a tough guy pose. Yeah. And uh, he's he's thinking, I'm strong. I can handle this diet. In panel two, it single tear shoots out of his eye at high velocity. And he goes, sniff. Yeah, that is the wrong direction for the tear to go. That is certainly true. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it's maybe he's flicking it. Like like mm. it like it came down and he's like mm. flicking it out of the way. He's like, no, this is not my tear. Don't you <laughs> Yeah, he's <laughs> really today, poking tear. he's got it his finger is like in his eyeball. Uh, that's might be why he's crying. <laughs> yeah. It hurts to put yeah. your finger it in might your be, eyeball. yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you're if you've ever tried that. It's painful. He looks sad in this panel. I told you, John. It's sad. Anyway. In the in the thrilling conclusion, mm-hmm. Garfield turns his back to the reader, mm-hmm. sort of like throws his face into his arm up against the yeah. refrigerator. An explosion of tears, presumably, mm-hmm. yep, all around his head and body. Yep, and he's thinking now. 
then why do I feel like I've just lost my best friend? In panel four, the camera zooms out to reveal that Odie has died. So two things about this strip. There's a tombstone in the living room, and it just says, Odie, 1979 to 1980. Panel five, pan over to Lyman. Mm -hmm. I thought I was your best friend, Garfield. (laughs) (laughs) So two things about this strip. First of all... Oh, one more, one more. The... The tombstone looks like a big tongue. <laughs> sure. Okay. So first of all, if you omitted the thought bubbles from this, uh-huh. isn't this how we're all feeling? Yeah, pretty much. Like this is yeah. this is a very this is a very grim, depressed Garfield, which is just what I need. I I mean Garfield just needs to be as depressed or more than I am. Honestly. Even with the thought bubbles, this is kind of how I feel a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Mm, you because you're yeah. like because you're like I think I think I got I think I got this. Okay, I think I can maybe have this under control. I think I have maybe yeah. this one under control. And then boom, why do I feel this way? Then this is not the this is not the good thing. Yeah. Also, a side note: uh, there was a there was an old lady that I worked with at my old job that. Mm-hmm. Every day she would walk up to me and say, you look like you just lost your best friend. Man. <laughs> that's, a, that's a weird thing to say to someone over and over again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, I mean, honestly, <laughs> even the once is kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. I, I, but but she, she said maybe she read this strip. Yeah. Maybe this is her. I mean, this we- is a solid. This is a classic strip. Did you always respond? Yes, I have. <laughs> or like nope just my mom (laughs) no no i i mean no i just a lot of great responses yeah yeah, i don't know i don't even remember what i said i was like i think i probably said something very unoriginal and officey like oh 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 how about what we're not best friends anymore (laughs) yeah no i probably said (laughs) i probably said something like well, you know, at least tomorrow's my Friday. <laughs> yeah, that's something that works too. That's that's really funny. Wait, do you have a different Friday? <laughs> you clearly have worked. You're clearly in have Gen ne- X. Have you never had a job, Chris? <laughs> you, you- uh, I mean, I have had a job, John. I don't exactly have one now. I feel. Yeah, I no. Okay, I know what you mean. I've had the job where I had a weird. Where you had yeah, where you have like Tuesday like, and Wednesday off. Yeah. Honestly, it honestly, has been a while because I feel like I have not had a weekend mm. in at least a decade. <laughs> my my uh my last job that I had a lot of times I had Wednesday and Thursday off, uh, uh, but only my department worked weekends. So like I'd get on the elevator with all the assholes from the third floor. And they'd be like, oh, it's... Oh, those Gen Xers on the third yeah, floor. Yeah, they definitely were Gen Xers on the third floor. Oh. They always had, like, mm-hmm. like a suitcase with them for some reason. Yeah. And they would, like, That's look crazy. at me and they'd be like, up your fourth floor. Just based on how I was dressed. Mm. Man. A suitcase? Yes, yes. That's what they carried their lunch in. <laughs> they were, that they is had, what they we had, had, We have really They were carrying lunches. luggage. <laughs> but... We did, I like I like to eat a really big lunch, yeah. John. Yeah, there's like a you whole did, what, ham like, in there. 
a garment bag full of lunches. Look, they're like, yeah, because I don't, because I don't eat out. I just, I bring my lunch to work every day, um, yeah. is what mm. they say. Uh, yeah. The but uh, but <laughs> and there's a whole table in there. You open yep. up the table. <laughs> yeah, they'd be like carving. Yeah, they'd be like, it's finally Friday, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, uh, the Friday's the beginning of my week. Can I? I'm. I'm uh. just gonna say, I'm really eating up this really eating up this generational content because i will say as a i was born in 1977 as a which makes me sort of tail end of generation x as a generation x person the last like 10 to 15 years of just constant conflict between millennials and baby boomers makes me made me feel so left out i just there was like this golden four-year period in the mid to late 1990s when everyone hated us and blamed <laughs> stuff on us. And since then, it's like the millennials hate the baby boomers and the baby boomers hate the millennials and no one even notices we fucking exist. Yeah, sorry. Who did you say you are again? See? See? Look. It's not going to last, you bastards. Those baby boomers are already looking over your shoulders at the Generation Z people who are younger and more self-obsessed than you are. And, and pretty more soon, virile as well. Yeah, yeah pretty soon. Yeah, but you got to understand, you they still call them millennials. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. They do do that. Very good point. They're like those those goddamn millennials yeah. with their with their uh, high school in a Zoom call. Presumably, millennial eventually will just come to mean like any yeah. younger whippersnapper. <laughs> yeah. Anyone who's that the speaker is jealous 80. of. Um, we how do we feel about the Garfield? Oh, I hosted. Right? That's is why it... I haven't ended it. Uh, uh, Garfield's got weird legs in panel three. That's my contribution. I'm out. Also, panels one and two. Like, look at the way. His I mean, legs look, are but especially panel panels three. One. Like, yeah, okay, they're very weird. They're sort of like real fat chicken legs. I mean, that's I what cat legs look got... like. <laughs> cow. I guess they're cow legs. I don't know why you got to fat shame the chicken, John. Um. No, 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 no. Look at I'm the so way his legs okay. are crossed in panel one and two. It is so poorly <laughs> rendered. It looks like he's doing a ballet move or something. <laughs> he's supposed to just look like he's yeah. relaxed, leaning up against the refrigerator like a tough guy. I think his left foot is drawn okay, but the right leg is like, wh wait, where is it? So Yeah, it's like the left foot is passing through his right leg. So I disagree with your take on the, the hind legs. Uh, like but we'll, you know, I, I'll, I, res I, it's just to respectfully disagree. I don't want to go into that. I do think it is a little odd mm. the way that his arms are crossed in panel one. Like I can't tell if they're supposed mm, to be crossed yeah. or if he's like stretching. It's a good point. That is oh, actually yeah, a yeah, yeah. really good point. It does kind of look like he's stretching, like get, like gearing up for. Which something. I mean, he's true. He's saying, "I'm strong. I can handle this." Yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, we devoted yeah, that makes sense. so much attention to how weird his legs looked. We didn't talk <laughs> at all about how weird his arms look in panel one. That is a really good. Well, point. I just said they were crossed. Well, anyway, or folded. Uh, which seemed accurate at the time, but we we had no way of knowing now, that it was not. Now I'm not so sure. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, whatever. Okay. 
Anyway, you've been listening to Being Jim Davis, the podcast where we normies patiently wait years for our turn to guest host, but I guess Riley Miller just gets to be there all the fucking time now. John, I did not write that tagline. That's a form submission. I don't know. That's the first time I've ever been called a a normie. Just... It's a it's a universal uh, uh, I'm just uh, hatred that our listenership has. Weird. That's it's what's what's up with all you people. You shouldn't have hate in your hearts. Except you should for have Riley. love in your heart. Did you say thank you and good night? Thank you and good night. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.